everyone, this is episode 554 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Friday, November 23rd, 2018. I am your host, Marcus Nez, and today I'll be talking about some more Hitman 2, a little bit of Fallout 76, and some Farming Simulator 19. And other than that, I guess a, a little bit of movie talk, and I know I said this, last episode but there will be dragon ball talk because you know what funimation heard my cries and they apparently at some point recently put the first seven dragon ball z movies on their platform i'm sure they were on there before and they were taken off now they're back and i watched all seven of them and that doesn't mean they're good because they're not but i watched them anyway because they were there uh, so look forward to that. I'll save that to the end. I don't want to ruin everyone's meal with really shitty appetizers that only a handful of people want. And by handful, I mean zero. Uh, news-wise, I don't I didn't even bother looking because today's Black Friday. Yesterday was Thanksgiving, in the States at least. So um, I think sales happen not globally, but I don't know. I don't know how Black Friday sales work internationally if like parts of europe take part in it or just the north americas but you know canada had its thanksgiving last month so i don't know but you know a lot of people are out shopping and all that jazz today for me friday is a good day to go grocery shopping because people are not grocery shopping they are shopping for anything but groceries and it is probably the quietest day at grocery stores of the entire year um, but yeah, that was, that was my shopping. You know, I, I got some good deals here and there. I got the Spider-Man PS4, which I was happy about, which I don't know if that sold out quickly everywhere, but I know Best Buy went on the actual release date because I got the early access thing. It seemed to be one of the first things to go out of stock, but I got that and Infinity War and Ant-Man and the Wasp for 15 bucks a piece uh, 4K, which was a pretty good deal. And I'm excited to check them out in their 4K uh, beautifulness. And other than that, I think I just snagged a few other movies and whatnot that haven't arrived yet that are part of the uh, lightning deals. I always keep my eye on those during the whole Cyber Monday, Black Friday period of time that Amazon puts new things up there. I got a, uh, which one? The Girl Who Left Through Time, I think it's called. The Hosada Collection, which is the fancy collection of that guy's works. He did, uh, I think, Wolf Children, The Boy and the Beast, and Summer Wars. Uh, I'm I'm a moderate fan of his, but I like those collections. And those are really good deal, the cheapest it's been for that. Um, but yeah, other than that been pretty quiet other than the xbox live sale and maybe yeah i bought detroit human that came in today that'll be interesting but i'm considering astrobot for 20 bucks amazon has it a digital download (laughs) a digital download i've heard so many great things about that even though i won't play it it's a it's a question of whether or not that kind of game would interest my father and i don't think it would so i'm not 
super sold on it. But then they also have Horizon Zero Dawn, the complete collection. I never played any of their DLC or own any of it for 10 bucks, a digital code. And having that always available to just jump into would be fun since it's a very beautiful game, very pretty, and very fun game. And I wouldn't mind checking out the DLC. But yeah, other than that, been pretty quiet this year. Say so I wasn't in go out and get a TV or anything crazy like that. Just the just the console so that I could give my dad a PS4 and the VR system. But yeah, Hitman too. So last episode I talked about the elusive target, but I did not participate in it just yet. And I have since done that. So I have killed Mark Faba or whatever his name is. Sean Bean in his role as an armed dealer. And I enjoyed it quite a bit. I enjoyed killing them. And I can now talk more confidently about the way elusive targets work again. So when you start a mission, you can't quit out and restart it at a later time. But you can restart the mission once you've already started it and haven't quit out. I think this has something along the lines of if he spots you, if something goes really bad, then just screwed. And you have to stick with that particular run. But if you're going through a playthrough and you're not super happy about it or you want to try and do a better job, you can restart it, replan it, because you get three rewards for completing an elusive target mission. And I'm assuming this will be across the board with each and every single one as they come out. But you get one for participating. In this case, it was the explosive pen for, I think, successfully assassinating him, you get a new outfit, which is basically just the Miami outfit with black leather gloves. And then for completing it on Silent Assassin, uh, not being seen and all that jazz, you get an outfit that is, I guess, a callback throwback to Hitman Absolution, which is some, like, weathered, torn-up jacket coat thing, which doesn't look too bad. But, um, like I said, I wasn't a huge fan of Absolution because... The thing about Absolution, for anyone who hasn't played it, is that there are parts of it where it's much more linear and you're being chased. Like, there are parts of it where it's not really a playground that you get to mess around in. And that's what's fun about Hitman. So being in these linear segments and being like chased and having to hide and be stealthy because the the people are looking, after, are looking for you, not fun. Not at all what I want from Hitman. But, um... The elusive tiger was fun. I liked it, and I I have this weird love hate relationship with the elusive targets because they're the same way they were in the previous one. And the thing I don't like about them is that they're gone. You get to do them once, and then that's it. And I wish there was some kind of elusive target archive or something where you could replay those because they are their own little story things they're they're not just here's a random npc that's thrown into the world maybe it has a specific uh path it follows and stuff like that but really it's just a random npc and and who cares they actually put in little bits of story and new characters and new little ways of going about the mission like mission story uh, structure and stuff and i like and appreciate the work they put into it and and making it more than just here's a new target in this map they actually 
add a little bit of story and you know put time and effort into making them and it sucks that you only get to play through it once i wish it was just you can play through it once to earn a high score for the leaderboards and for a chance to unlock the rewards and once you've played through it that one time any other times you play through it you won't get that um and and in future playthroughs you can then take more and like start at different locations because it, there, there are more you are more constricted in your starting area and what you can i don't know if, i think you can take anything you want with you but you are subjugated to a specific starting point and stuff like that. But, um, and the, the regular targets are taken out. So I, I just, I hate that there's this content that is cool. It's, it's not as grand and as elaborate as the main targets in, in the, the regular game, but it's still more than just something thrown together like the the contracts created by regular users like you and me and it just sucks that there's this content that you get to play through once and then it's it's gone and you can't ever experience it again uh, unless you create have an alternate account and play through it again in that time period but it would be nice if there was a way to replay these things and have it just not ha have anything to do with the the leaderboards or the cha or the uh, the rewards or anything like that. That's my one gripe with it. But I'm still loving the game. I'm going through other areas now and just experimenting and increasing my level mastery so I can unlock more rewards. Um, I got my lethal poison now and stuff. It's not surprising, but all of the rewards for the first season are pretty much the same so you can basically get more versions of the same stuff but they just look different um but that's not really surprising um but yeah i i still love the game it's right there at number three right now and when this year is over it's going to be hard to pick what's number two and what's number three because red dead and hitman are so very very different and i don't i don't know what's going to stick with me more and i don't even know if i'll really be able to say for sure by the time the year's over because we only have a, a month left um but i love hitman too and i really hope more people uh give it a go and check it out because it is a fantastic game uh, moving on to Fallout 76, I played a very little bit of that, which is to say I created my character, got out of the vault, shot a few robot things, and uh, some giant cockroaches, and a few mutants, and then one killed me because it was just like, what is going on? Haven't run into anyone yet because I don't think that option. I think I have to reach the first area th place for actual interaction with other people to open up. But looks okay. It's not th the best shooter, of course. Um, I haven't really messed with the the vats, the real time vat system, because it looks like it's absolute garbage and a waste of time. Looking at the percentage, I'm like. 
well, if I if I know I'm aiming at an enemy and I fire, it's going to hit. But if I use this VAT systems, who the hell knows what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, it does feel a bit empty. And one of the things that really stood out to me that I'm very kind of concerned about, and I'll see when it gets to uh, a, a nighttime scenario or when I'm in an, a, a dark place, there is no brightness setting for the display. And that's weird. I don't. I can't think of the last game I played that didn't have a brightness setting because most games, when you start up, they they give you the little hey, move the slider until this image is barely visible and this one is visible, or like this one's not visible, this one's barely visible, this one's very visible. Nothing like that in Fallout 76. And going in the options, nothing there. So that's weird. Uh, maybe that's just me. But I do appreciate that it has the audio option I always want, which is a separate track for voice. So I always want to put that up because I can't think of a, a single game where, by default, the voice wasn't overpowered by the rest of the audio in a game. And if I want to listen to the, the story and the audio, I'm going to want to hear that voice. But I can't really say much about Fallout 76. Farming Simulator 19 is a farming simulator game. So I haven't played the last year's game. I have played 17, and I went back to that just to compare and contrast them. So I don't know if these differences were made in 18 or not, but one, of course, visually, it looks better. It's still not a great-looking game, but there's a good jump from 17 and 19 at least. Um, so that's nice, but it's still not a looker, but you know, I don't, I don't know if you were really expecting it to be a looker. It would be nice since it's just a farming game and it's not like a huge world or anything. I would like it to be as pretty as possible. Like that, the hunter game or whatever, which is a very pretty hunting game, but it works a lot like the previous games. And once you walk around in first person you get in vehicles uh, at, at your farm and you can press i think it's the x button or no i think it's the b button to hire a worker so when you're in a vehicle and you have it all set up and, and the the equipment attached and all that jazz you press b button it'll hire a worker and they'll do it for you so that's really nice and convenient um in vehicles you can toggle between third person and first person the vehicle controls seem much tighter they're still not super good. They're solid now, but in Farming Simulator 17, especially the regular vehicles like a truck, it was a nightmare to control that. They just drove like they were on ice uh, on ice skates or something, uh, walking on uh, ice. Um, but now they feel much, much, much better. They actually feel manageable and capable and not ridiculous uh so that is a, a big improvement one of the the more significant changes is the way difficulty works so in the in 17 you can pick between easy normal hard or whatever and in this one the way difficulty works is more in the way you want to create your farm and start with your farm so you can have 
a farm that's already pre-built and has all the stuff you need and you don't have that much money and you're just gonna have to you know farm and harvest and all that jazz to build up money you can start off with a lot of money and have to build your farm and then you can do one where you really don't have much of anything and you just kind of have to like start from scratch and that is the one they say that this is the most true to life you know starting from nothing and building up to something grand but i like that that's the way difficulty is set up in sim uh, farming simulator 19 over the just okay crops are worth more in easy mode and they're easier to harvest and they provide a, a bigger harvest and blah 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 i like that it's more do you want the the barn already pre-built and not that much money and you're gonna have to put the work into it or do you want to have money and be able to build your own farm and have it set up the way you want and all that kind of stuff or do you want to just start out from nothing and, and make a real rags to riches story for yourself um so yeah i mean other than that it's a farming simulator game it, it is slow it isn't that exciting but if you have interests in these types of games and you've never played them it's a good place to jump on it's still clunky and the menus and stuff like that it's not it doesn't have the best ui or anything uh, and the tutorials aren't that great but if you are curious i'm trying to think like a pure farming simulator is i think a better looking one but and has you know, it's it's tricky with farming simulator games because if you're interested, I assume you probably pick them all up because there are only a few. But if you're kind of curious, it's it's hard to say pick up this one compared to the other ones. When the other ones are probably on sale right now, you get them for cheaper, and it, that's a better way to dip your toes because they don't change that much overall. And it would be better a better idea to not spend a huge amount of money to see if these types of games are for you. But, um, yeah, it's a farming simulator game. Do you like farming? Have you ever farmed before? I have. It's, it's okay. I mean, I prefer farming in real life just because then you get out in the fresh air, get some exercise. But if you, if you want some of that in a game form, uh, you could do worse. But, you know, it is it is what it is. And you almost certainly know right from the get-go whether or not it is even remotely anything you'd be interested in. And if it is, then you're probably already playing it, I would assume. I don't, I don't feel like there's a big middle a big gray area for people who are like kind of curious about them farming simulators no you you're usually either i'm getting the farm simulator games or i'm not like me I, i'm usually getting hunting games i like hunting games there haven't been one in a while i need to play more of the hunter because is, is it the hunter the call hunter call of wild call of the wild something like that i don't know but other than that hasn't been too busy i did draw a little thing for the player one podcast a very simple thing that i'm going to i still need to color it and they may hate it i don't know because it's very simple it's just one of my typical lines type of pieces with player one podcast in the middle but i, I did that 
in spare time as a like hey I'm really thankful for them this year as I said in the last episode so I'm gonna use my art to show them my thanks and if they want it I can mail it to them and make prints for the two who don't get the physical copy um yeah movies I watched Crazy Rich Asians, I believe it's called, which was okay. I guess I was expecting more or something. To, one, it is very overwhelming in the first half or so because there's just a lot of crazy shit going on. The, 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 the two leads go back to his uh, homeland to visit a friend's wedding, to be part of the friend's wedding. And this is the... The girlfriend's first time meeting the family and the mother and all this stuff and realizing that, oh, my boyfriend is rich as shit. And there's a lot of just crazy things going on with bachelor parties and all these things. And side stories going on. It's just like, what? There's so much going on. There's not a lot of quiet moments, uh, quiet spots. And. I was overwhelmed at first, and I was just like, Phew. but it does slow down a bit in the second half, and it's okay, like I said, but I didn't love it. Um, I guess I was expecting it to be similar to the big sick in that it would be an instant classic in the romantic comedy genre, but I don't know. I, I'm very... I'm not sure how I feel about it entirely. Like I, I want to watch it again at some point in the future to see exactly where I, it falls for me, because I'm I'm currently in the in the place where do I ever actually really want to watch this again, or am I good? And that's an important line to cross. Either way. Um, but it has some fun things in it, and I liked the music in it, where they have a lot of Asian covers of American songs, like they had a Mer- uh, Material Girl by Madonna and Yellow, my Coldplay, and there was another one early on. Um, and the, the the actual wedding in the movie is very beautiful and sweet. Uh, I like that. Uh, like, there's also this side story though with this other couple. And the husband is cheating. And like, it's just like, there's so much going on. It it feels very busy. And I think that is probably my biggest problem with it and why I'm not really sure how I feel about it. And even other movies that do have other things going on, I I think they're they're able to manage them more. Um, But this one just seems a bit hectic. Then I also tried watching The Meg. I thought that could be dumb fun. And I watched maybe 10 minutes. And I'm like, this seems like it was written by a 12-year-old. And I hate everything that every character is saying and doing. I can't even be bothered. I didn't even see the shark because it was 10 minutes. And then I was watching Maverick, the movie with Mel Gibson, James Garner, Judy Foster. And is it not Judy Foster, Jodie Foster, which is a movie version of the TV show. That starred James Garner, I believe. And I did not like it. I watched about 25 minutes of it. I'm like, oh, this isn't, I'm not enjoying this. 
So I'm not going to bother, especially coming off of Support Your Local Sheriff, which I had a lot of fun with right from the start. Like, I should be finding this more fun, and I'm not, so I'm not going to sit and watch another hour and a half of this. But, uh, yeah, I think that is pretty much it, other than Dragon Ball Z, the movies. So I watched the first seven movies, and I'll say that the first two are okay. I think they I think those two both revolved around Gohan saving the day in the end and coming to realize and harness the power he didn't know he had and no one knew he actually had in him. Um and then the rest of them well, there's two movies that have cooler in them, which is Frieza's brother. Uh, and they couldn't call him Kula or something else. They just called him Cooler. You know, they didn't call Freeze a Freezer. They at least made it a little bit different, but Cooler is just Cooler. And I can't think of, I can't not think of the Water Boy talking about that. Yeah, the Kula. Um, those are pretty dumb. And I think maybe, well, there was one with Androids too, and there was one with some stupid seed that was creating a, a tree that was taking all the power of the earth and there was a copy of goku on that force team that i was that one just seemed like it was so i I was so confused about what the hell was going on they were both this version of goku and goku made from the same thing like was it his brother was it a clone i i was just very confused about that entire movie and I hated that one. And then I also hated one that starts and ends with Gohan whistling with his stupid dragon friend, Icarus, and dancing when uh, Piccolo is just, like, has his legs crossed and is hovering by a waterfall trying to meditate and just be left alone. And Gohan is like, hey, I need to show you what I just learned. And he's like, look, fucking Icarus can dance. And then he starts whistling this incredibly annoying song. And Piccolo's like, this is driving me nuts because they don't like music or whatever. The the what what is the name of that race? It's not Kraken. Um the Namics. And then at the end of it, there's this bad Namic, you find out he's a Namic, and he turns big, and then Piccolo is like, Gohan, do what you were doing before. And Gohan's like, What was he doing before? Because he's a fucking idiot. Um I hate I hate little kid Gohan. Uh, and he then, uh, he didn't rip his ears off, but I think he shoved his ears in so tight into his head. Piccolo did so tight that they just disappeared or whatever. And then he had to like blow his nose and create new ears at the very end of the thing. But then the giant Namek, the bad Namek, just could not take hearing this whistling that little beat up Gohan was whistling. Stupid ass Gohan, man. High school Gohan is the best. I wish the movies, I hope there are some movies because they're like, I don't know, 14, 15, or there's some crazy amount, but they only have seven on Funimation right now. But I hope at least one or two of them follow uh, Sayaman and his adventures because high school Gohan is fantastic. One of the best Dragon Ball Z characters. But child Gohan is a little piece of crap, and I hate him. Uh, the best part of all of Dragon Ball Z 
is when Piccolo <laughs> picked him up out of the water right really early on when he was like training him. He's like, help me, help me. And then he picked him up out of the water. And then he, like, just beat the shit out of him and threw him back in the water. I love that so much. That was where I fell in love with Piccolo. Um, and I'm now a big fan of Piccolo and Vegeta. I think Vegeta's arc was pretty good. Because I'm like, how are they going to make him into a good guy? And he's a really good kind of good guy. Bitter good guy. But... Yeah, that that's pretty much it and whatnot. So I hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving if they're in the States and celebrating. Um, and if you're out today looking for deals, I hope you have found your deals or are finding them as you listen to this and have been safe in your journeys hunting for deals and whatnot. And yeah, I hope everyone has a wonderful weekend. This is the end. Once again, I'm your host, Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, my anime list, Steam, Twitch, and all the usual places at PX Sausage on PSN. I am the Kush3. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, and Attack the Backlog, which are all available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you'd like to watch the video versions of this here show and Attack the Backlog, you can go over to youtube.com slash pixelated sausage and check out some videos there. Um, I am thinking about, because I haven't done anime reviews in a while, and I was thinking about how I want to handle anime reviews because they're pretty popular, but I don't like <laughs> I don't like when I hate something and then I just get so much negative feedback and all that kind of crap. And also I'm thinking, unless I watch something and I think it's so ridiculously bad when I'm like, I, I don't love something that there's no real value in those reviews. So I think for the most part, I'm going to do reviews again for those, but just focus on the ones that I, I feel strongly about and really like and want people to see if they haven't. Because I think that's a good practice in general, uh, instead of just trying to do everything, especially when... I don't have the time to do all that, which is why I haven't done any reviews in a while, just because I'm like, oh, I do one, I got to do 20, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Uh, so, yeah. But that's all over at youtube.com slash pixelated sausage. And if you like crazy kooky colorful art, you can go over to, not YouTube, to, to pxsart.com and check out all of my art over there. You see something you like? You can click it and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And currently free shipping on orders of 45 bucks or more, which is a good deal. Because shipping is not super cheap and they pack it really, really well. So if you see something you like, and maybe you'll see something else. And you'll get to knock out a few Christmas gifts. Because who doesn't like crazy kooky colorful art for the old Christmas? And if... You'd like to support the site in general. If you're thankful for the crap we make and you want to just like, you know, show that thanks with a month of patronage, you can go to patreon.com slash pxs. That is patreon.com slash pxs. And of course, links to everything that I've mentioned can be found in the post on the site. So if you haven't been writing this all down, which I hope you have because there's going to be a test next episode. You can go over there, too, and use those to cheat on the aforementioned test. 
But yeah, now I will say, as always, bye.